Trading at Schwab is now powered by Ameritrade, giving you even more specialized support than ever before. Like access to the Trade Desk, our team of passionate traders ready to tackle anything from the most complex trading questions to a simple strategy gut check. Need assistance? No problem. Get 24-7 professional answers and live help and access support by phone, email, and in-platform chat. That's how Schwab is here for you, to help you trade brilliantly. Learn more at schwab.com trading. Do you love Elon Musk? Do you hate Elon Musk? Do you have no idea what to think about Elon Musk? Then we have just a show for you. He's become even more larger than life. Buying Twitter doesn't get us closer to Mars. They are like really close to the edge of like everything falling apart. Like, oh, Elon, I volunteer, put a chip in my brain. Each week on this podcast, we'll break down, analyze and debate the most important stories on Musk and his empire. It's all one big universe. You just work for Elon Inc. From Bloomberg Businessweek, this is Elon Inc. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Broadcasting live to New York, Bloomberg 1130, to Washington, D.C., Bloomberg 991, to Boston, Bloomberg 1200, to San Francisco, Bloomberg 960, to the country, Sirius XM Channel 119, and around the globe, the Bloomberg Radio Plus app at Bloomberg.com. This is Taking Stock. Coming up on Taking Stock, oh, great one, a little story about the awesome power of recognition. We're going to be speaking with David Novak. He is the founder of O oh Great One, O-G-O. He's also the former chief executive and the chairman of Yum! Brands. We're going to get some detailed information about using the awesome power of recognition throughout your business career. But right now, let's check in on business news with Charlie Pellet in the Bloomberg Newsroom. And I thank you very much, Pim Fox. Stocks fluctuating amid a slump in technology shares. Apple down 2.1%. Apple now at $90.55. Did trade below $90 today. Oil staging a rebound in afternoon trading. Crude oil up 50, up 25 cents now. 46.48 on West Texas Intermediate. That is a gain of six-tenths of 1%. Investors are awaiting additional economic data for clues about the health of the U.S. economy. Tomorrow morning, 8.30 a.m. Wall Street time, we do get a reading on retail sales. Now, what about uh, the trading session? What about the overall market and the outlook? Michael Purvis is chief global strategist at Whedon. It's been sort of gyrating around the center of gravity of 2050, right, which is was resistance, now support, maybe both. Um, the uh, and this, this this sideways consolidation trend doesn't seem to have a you know a, an obvious near term catalyst to really go you know to do we get to new highs or do we you know roll roll back over as a lot of bears would contend we would. And right now the S and P 500 index at 2067, up by 0.1 percent. The Dow climbing 39 points, up two tenths of one percent. NASDAQ down 13, a drop of three-tenths of one percent. Coal stores down 9.2 percent. Coal's following department store rival Macy's in posting weak results today, bringing a second day of suffering to many retail and apparel investors. After the bell, we will be hearing from Nordstrom. Nordstrom shares, they're down now by three-tenths of one percent. Gold down 4.10 the ounce to 12.71, a drop there of three-tenths of one percent. The 10-year down 7.30 seconds, looking at a yield of 1.74 percent. Again, the S&P up two points, a gain of 0.1 percent. And at 3.32 on Wall Street, let's take a look at other news from around the world on Bloomberg Radio. 
Thank you, Charlie. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Ramey Innocencio. This news update is brought to you by the Jeep Grand Cherokee, the most awarded SUV ever. The Grand Cherokee continues to raise the bar with its luxurious interior and legendary 4x4 capability. Drive one at your local Jeep dealer today. A federal judge ruled today the Obama administration is unconstitutionally spending federal money to fund the president's health care law. White House Press Secretary Josh Earnest says this is not the first time opponents of the Affordable Care Act have tried to win this fight in the courts. There are a couple things that are unprecedented about this effort, though. Uh, this uh, suit represents the first time uh, in our nation's history uh, that Congress has been permitted to sue the executive branch over a disagreement about how to interpret a statute. Ernest called the Republican-led battle unfortunate. It's a start. That's from House Speaker Paul Ryan commenting on his meeting with GOP presumptive nominee Donald Trump today. As heard earlier on Bloomberg Radio, Ryan says it's part of a process. I heard a lot of good things from our presumptive nominee, and we exchanged differences of opinion on a number of things that, you know, everybody knows we have. Ryan didn't officially say he was endorsing Trump for president. And the MTA is restoring train service from Manhattan to Montauk, despite questions raised last year about overcrowding and excessive drinking. Newsday says the Long Island Railroad's Cannonball service will resume Memorial Day weekend. The train will leave Penn Station every Friday afternoon, stop in the Hamptons and Montauk, and return on Sunday evenings. Global News 24 hours a day, powered by our 2,400 journalists in more than 150 news bureaus around the world. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Ramey Innocencio. Charlie. And we thank you. And we are brought to you by Carbonite. Your, you never know when disaster will strike your business from spilled coffee to malware attacks. Protect your digital files with secure automatic cloud backup from Carbonite. Visit Carbonite.com today to get two free months with offer code Broadcast. I'm Charlie Pelleton. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. You're listening to Taking Stock with Kathleen Hayes and Pim Fox on Bloomberg Radio. When an expert such as David Novak, the founder, the co-founder and the retired chairman and chief executive of Yum! Brands, writes a book entitled Oh, Great One, a little story about the awesome power of recognition, I think it uh, is relevant to pay attention. David Novak joins us now. Thank you very much for coming in. It's great to be here, Pim. Now, your book, the new book, Oh, Great One, a little story about the awesome power. What, what made you decide that this was the book you wanted to write? Well, you know, I've had the great privilege of building a, a global company. And as I've traveled the world, what I realized is there's what I call a global recognition deficit. People all around the world are craving for recognition. And they're just, frankly, they're not getting it. And one of the things I did in my career is uh, I really built a culture of recognition at Yum! Brands, which is Pizza Hut, Taco Bell, and KFC, where everybody in the company, including myself, we have our own individual recognition awards. And we really made recognizing the value of others the most important thing that we could do. And, you know, as I move into my next next chapter, I'm not really retiring. I'm, I'm refiring. And I'm passionate about the, the idea that recognition really matters, and, I, and I'm really going to build a brand around the notion of, of recognition. And it's called OGO, uh, and stands for O Greatman. And the first step of building this brand is launching this book, O Great One, The Little Power About the Awesome uh, Power of Recognition, a little story about the awesome power of recognition. Now, what I've done is I've filled the research, and sometimes you do research just to understand the obvious, but listen to this, Pim, 82% 
of employees in the United States don't even think their supervisors recognize them for what they do. 60% of people tell you that they they appreciate recognition as much as money. But yet when you look at companies, it's very rarely given. In fact, you know, if you're lucky, somebody's going to say thank you or you did something well about once every two months. And, and 40% of people tell you that if you just recognize them, they put more energy into their work. So it's clear there's this huge recognition deficit. And what O'Greatwin does is basically it tells a story of my experiences I had in business, understanding and leveraging the power of recognition to get results. Is it because recognizing an employee is not directly quantifiable? What is holding back managers and owners of businesses or enterprises from doing exactly as you described? There's two, two, two reasons why people don't recognize. Number one is they feel like if I recognize you for doing a good job, you're going to take the pedal off the metal and you're not going to work as hard anymore. That's crazy. That basically says, I don't trust you. That's the worst thing you can do as a, as a, as a leader is to send that, that, that kind of, kind of message. The other thing is, is if I recognize you, that means I might have to recognize somebody else. I might make somebody else upset because they're not getting recognized. And what I found is when you recognize the behaviors that drive the performance in your business, then people know that you're watching. It says that what you do really matters. And when that happens, that means Everybody knows that the coach or whoever's running the company is watching, and they want to get recognized too, and they work harder to, to get that recognition, and they also celebrate the, the fact that other people are getting recognition. You know, recognition is really a secret weapon, and leaders just don't use it. And in Oh Great One, the little story about the awesome power of recognition, I talk about all the experiences I had really implementing rep, uh, rec- recognition and making it happen and making it be a catalyst for results. And you want to make recognition fun. You want to make it personal. You want to celebrate other people's ideas more than your own. You want to make it something that's contagious and creates more excitement and enthusiasm in your work environment. <laughs> Where did you first come into contact with this idea of recognizing employees or people that you worked with? Well, I've always had a lot of success team building and valuing people. You know, when I was running marketing at uh, Pizza Hut, I gave away a little pizza pan and I had a big, big pizza pan that traveled uh, from person to person. It was a lot of fun. But when I was running operations for Pepsi, I went out and I always went out and talked to the front line and asked them for ideas. And... And uh, I was at this meeting in St. Louis once, and, and this guy, I was talking about merchandising with 10 route salesmen. And they were talking about this guy named Bob who was sitting at the end of the table. And Bob was the best everybody had ever seen. And they were laying all this praise about how great Bob was. And I looked down at the end of the table, and he's crying. And I said, Bob, why are you crying? These people love you. And he said, well, I've been in this company for 47 years. I'm retiring in two weeks, and I didn't know that anybody felt this way about me. And from that point on, Pim, I said the number one thing I'm going to do as a leader is to recognize that it's a privilege to be a leader, and I'm going to make sure that I make recognition the single biggest driver of any work environment that I'm a, uh, I'm, I'm a part of. And let me tell you, it's been a great joy, and it's a lot of fun seeing people get turned on. That's why I loved writing this book, Oh Great One, because I want to get the whole world 
focused on the fact that if you can recognize people, you're going to get the joy of recognizing people, you're going to get better results, and you're going to make the world a better place. Thank you for stopping by and sharing this all with us. David Novak, the founder of OGO, writer, author, Oh Great One. This is Taking Stock on Bloomberg Radio. Coming up on Taking Stock, we'll be speaking with Jeff Sott. He is the chief investment strategist for Raymond James, helping to manage $400 billion. What should you do with your dollars? We'll find out. To address our new climate reality, the world needs radical solutions. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment, hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. 